0: bingo bango, bongo welcome back to the bash bros podcast i am ty with me is jack uh today we got a pretty fun-filled show for you guys uh we're super excited to get it started so let's you know what without further ado let's just fucking get it going
1: all right so let's get started so we might as well start with the biggest story of the week which is taylor hall taylor hall hasn't personally asked for a trade but there's definitely been a lot of avalanche fans and players that have been rooting for Taylor Hall to come to them. There's also a couple more teams in the running. We've got the Canadians and the Arizona Coyotes also fighting for them. Don't you think that with Colorado's prospects, they're going to go to Colorado?
0: I do. 100% I do. I feel like Colorado has a lot of space, a lot of prospects to give, and I feel like Taylor Hall wants to be on that team. Why wouldn't you want to be on that team with Landis Kog, and Anne McKinnon, Uh, as your top three obviously Taylor Hall wants to be on those those uh, lines but at the same time you have a really good team around you I don't see why Taylor Hall turns his offer down Uh, and with the Colorado uh, prospects obviously this is going to be a big trade if it happens obviously there are other teams that want him but I don't know I feel like this is the best trade for Taylor Hall uh, if he wants to be a cup contender especially just for his career
1: like taylor hall injured all of last year year before won mvp like taylor hall is just not happy with new jersey their last place in the metropolitan right now don't you think that taylor hall wants out of there like right now
0: 100 percent, and that is why i i'm not going to guarantee it going to colorado but He wants to be on a team where he can wake up in the morning and be like, oh, look at us. We're top of the division. You know, he wants a chance, and he wants to play well in playoffs, and I think he's going to get that if he goes to Colorado, and that's my final answer.
1: Yeah, Arizona-Montreal, they're good now. They're not going to be good in the future. You just think that those two teams aren't going to keep winning uh, division after division just like Colorado might with Taylor Hall on the team. So let's move on real quick. To the new storm surge. I know it's the second year. So it's not really new. Um, But after last year. You thought that they'd stop this year. They've just kept it going. Last game they won at home. They did the Star Wars lightsaber fight. In the middle of the whole arena. I mean it's exciting times for Carolina fans. But for everybody else. It's probably just annoying. Like to me as a Vancouver fan. I fucking hate it. But it's not my take to do. Because... Carolina fans love it. So what do you think about it?
0: I fucking love it. I think that this brings in so much uh, money for Carolina because they have so many more fans coming out to the games. Last year, obviously, it was like, what the fuck are these guys doing? This year, everybody's like, oh, where's the storm surge? Oh, Carolina, bring it out of your back pocket. Let's get this going. This has been a huge step for NHL uh, people because... Obviously, Carolina was not the best-selling team in the league. They, you know, they were kind of with you know Florida and and uh, Tampa even when they were you know older and not as good. But you know, Carolina is a team where you know they're not the best team in the league, but they have the support because they want the fans to be there for the games. And that is why they're doing the storm surge. They want to keep the fans in the seats. End of story.
1: Yes, now we move on to the third biggest story of the week. Nathan McKinnon comes out and says, On my next deal, I'll take less again because I want to win with this group. Obviously, Nathan McKinnon, part of the Colorado Avalanche, the new young group that's coming up, I guess sooner or later he'll be called a veteran, even though he's not really because he's still really young. Um, but that Colorado team looks stacked coming up. Kale McCarr is a rookie. Will probably win the Calder. Hopefully, Boone Byron lives up to his standards and becomes the Calder Trophy next year winner. Um, their forwards are great. Their first line is probably tops of the NHL. Their depth is incredible, especially adding Pierre Edward Belmar to it. They just got they got incredible team and. I, honestly, I picked them to, to make the Stanley Cup Finals this year. I'll pick them to make the Stanley Cup Finals in the next five years. I'm not going to lie. That's a fucking great team to have. Yeah.
0: No. Obviously, Colorado is a fucking great team, and McKinnon knows that. They have a lot to build on, but with McKinnon getting less money, I feel like they can, and I'm super excited to see what they have in store. Obviously, you know McKinnon, a Nova Scotia boy. Crosby, a Nova Scotia boy. Uh, Crosby obviously had less money, or given less money, but he was fine with that because he wanted a fucking dynasty. And I feel like Colorado is the next one, and I'm super excited to see what they have. Obviously, for Vancouver fans, not the best thing to hear, but at the same time, I'm excited to see as a hockey fan because they're going to have a great team in the next few years.
1: Yeah, definitely agree. I definitely think Colorado... Next decade at least, he's going to have a great team on their hands. So now we move on to our NFL picks. Unfortunately for me, I ended up 1-3 this week, which I know sounds awful, but we also only pick great games. We pick very close games. Every game that we pick is tough. We don't pick the easy games. Ty finished 2-2, two two, so I'll give him credit. He definitely finished above me this week. The Cowboys let me
0: down once again, but uh, I'll give I'll, I'll give Ty's take on this. So obviously, I've picked you know the teams that really give a shit. Um, you know I'm not gonna name names, but you know the teams. Not statistically, I, I I don't care about statistics when it comes to football because I don't you know know enough to bet on it. So I'm I you know I like to give my take on it. I, I, I love the NFL I love watching the NFL but I don't go into the depths of the league and I don't you know I don't know about the players or whatever um, but I'm super ex- you know I'm super excited to see what the playoffs have in store and uh, this week was obviously a good week for me um, not knowing a lot and Jack knowing everything really uh, but yeah, you know what? Don't bet on the players that I pick or the teams that I pick because I don't know a lot. Pick on Jack's picks on Jack's betting barn because he knows the most about everything, and I will give him that. But when it comes down to the uh, you know the personal feel, I'll take the blame on that one. The nitty
1: gritty, Ty take knows most. I'm not going to lie. When it comes to teams that just grind, Ty knows most about them. And, and I go off stats, but it seems like Ty's field has been, he's been feeling it these last two weeks for sure. He's definitely beat me this last two weeks. Hopefully, I get past them this week. Let's see if we make different picks. So this week, we got Houston at Tennessee, Sunday, 10 a.m. Um, I'm picking Houston for sure. Tennessee, great record. Um, they've been, they're coming off two big wins, we bet against them both weeks, but I'm not gonna lie, Houston came off a New England win, got fucked this week against Denver, you just think that Deshaun Watson gonna come back, especially that with Steven Core. um, they're finally gonna get another win, and they're gonna stay first place in the division, like,
0: I don't think they're gonna drop. 100%, Deshaun Watson's gonna come out there. Houston's going to beat this team. There's like there's no complaining. I agree with Jack on this one. Uh, you know what? There's nothing else to say. Honestly, when it comes down to it, Houston's going to win this game.
1: Second game we got in our hands is Minnesota at the Chargers. We both end up picking minnesota in this game you just believe that minnesota's second wild card spot they're still technically fighting for it because the rams are hot on their tail but uh the chargers are definitely out of the race minnesota honestly best roster in the league if you're not including quarterback because kirk cousins is a fucking idiot so uh i pick minnesota 100 so did ty third game of the week we got the rams At the Cowboys, I'm picking the Rams this week. Cowboys played shitty the last two weeks, and I bet on them. But honestly, fuck the Cowboys. Jerry Jones needs to fire Jason Garrett. Let's get on this. The Rams are looking for a playoff spot. They made the Super Bowl last year. So uh, let's bet on the Rams. Let's fucking get this going.
0: Oh, and what do you know? Jack and Ty disagree yet again. I pick the Cowboys, and I don't give a fuck what Jack says. Dallas is at home. Dak Prescott, Ezekiel Elliott. Obviously, they're going to figure something out. Obviously, Jerry Jones is a retard. Um, Obviously, you know, Dallas had a hard year. They should fire their head coach, but they haven't yet. I don't really care about the head coach. I want Zeke and Dak to go off this game. I'm picking Dallas all the way.
1: So I guess that's where we definitely disagree. Last game of the weekend. We'll pick the Colts at New Orleans. I think we both got this down. After that loss against San Fran, tough at home. They're back at home against the Colts. The Colts have been playing well, but we're definitely... We're not going to bet against New Orleans in the NFC. We're definitely picking New Orleans at home. Both going to hit that 100%. Now we move on to Jack's betting barn. The first week, we got it in tough. I'm not going to lie... I lost some money. I really hope you guys didn't lose some money, but let's keep this going. Second week, if you didn't fucking bet on what I said, you're an idiot. I made over $400 this week, and I hope you did too. We finished 5-1 for the week. All them Canadian fans that did bet on the Raptors, I hope you learned your lesson. I bet Philly, and I hope you did too. Let's keep this going. This week, we got a couple NHL, one NFL, and a parlay on the NBA again. We got an NHL slate, which is Chicago at the Coyotes, Thursday the 12th, Coyotes at home, just beat Chicago in overtime. You don't think that the Coyotes, especially almost coming to close in the 1st Pacific Division, are going to take it. I also got the New Jersey Devils at the Colorado Avalanche. Colorado coming off a tough loss in Calgary on Friday the 13th. We're going to go with Colorado at home. New Jersey last place. You don't think they're going to lose another game. NFL now. We got the Jets at the Ravens. And I'm going to pick point spread this time. So if you guys still don't know what point spread is, it means the team has to win by the point spread that the, the betting people in Vegas think they will win by. So it's not just a win. It's also by the amount of points. So I'm going to pick Ravens' point spread Thursday night at the Jets' primetime game. Watch Lamar Jackson against this defense. Now we're going to switch to NBA. So we got a second parlay. So last Sunday, I hope you guys picked my parlay. We're going to win this shit. Next next Sunday, we're also going to win. It's Cleveland at the Raptors. Raptors haven't been playing well. Monday the 16th, get on the Raptors. Heat away versus Memphis. John Morant comes back. You know, the Heat's been playing well. Um, Memphis has been playing all right, especially the fact that they've been out with John Morant for a while. But I'm going to definitely pick the Heat in this game. That's Jack Ben Barnes. get ready for Ty's Take.
0: All right, so welcome to Ty's Take. Uh, today we've got actually a couple matters on hand. Um, we have one about, you know, an event that took place That really affects every sport worldwide. The second take we have is just on the NHL as a whole, you know, and I'm gonna give you my take on that. So, first up, we got the Russian doping scandal. So, basically, Russia's been banned from the 2020 Olympics and the 2022 World Cup over a doping scandal. Um, Obviously, this has happened before, but I think this year it's gonna, or these next four years, It's going to be huge for Olympic sports. Um, Obviously, it was in Russia, Sochi, you know, pretty recently. And now these Russian athletes are going to be like, what the fuck? Why are we even here? They will be be able to participate if they haven't, you know, been in drug scandals before. um, Under the Olympic flag, which is complete bullshit, if you ask me. I feel like... I feel like all Russians should be banned from the sport that they are in. doesn't matter, you know, what sport they're in, if they've actually done drugs or not. Russia has pulled too many fucking strings to get over with this. And I feel like if you are under the Russian, you know, uh, athletes division, fuck off. You guys have wasted so much of the other, you know, the rest of the world's time it's it's completely bullshit to me, and you know I don't give a fuck who the fuck is under the Olympic flag. It doesn't mean as much as a big Canadian boy playing for the fucking hockey team, um, or an American you know doing great at whatever sport they're in. Russians are a you know they they have great athletes, and you know some athletes choose to fuck it all up, and they should pay for that, and all of Russia should pay for that. And, you know, obviously, Vladimir or whatever the fuck he's doing over there, it doesn't make sense. And neither does this. So now I want to talk about, you know, some big things in the NHL. Uh, obviously, Gary Bettman has been talking about the coach's conduct in the NHL. This is a huge matter uh, because of the last few weeks with the NHL. You know, Bill Peters, all that shit happening with him, with the whole N-word thing. Uh, We're not going to say the actual thing because I'm sure all of you at home know exactly what we're talking about. Also with Mike Babcock and Mark Crawford. Times have changed, folks. If you ever want to be a coach in the NHL, you're going to need to learn how to adjust to the fucking news. This has been a thing for, what, the LGBTQ community has been a thing forever. You guys need to learn how to fucking fix your attitudes I know and I'm personally I don't agree with hockey getting softer but I'm one voice it's not going to matter what I say I think that you know NHL out of everything <laughs> please stay the same I I really wish that Mike Babcock could be an NHL coach again and I know that he won't it's shitty for me to hear but at the same time times have changed you got to move on you got to go on to these newer age coaches where they understand their players and all that shit. That's it for Ty's Take. I really wish that I could spend more time with you guys. I really wish that I had more you know, knowledge about the whole coaching conduct situation. It just came out today on Monday. Um, more to come next week, obviously. I'm really excited to see what comes up next week. And I'm really excited to see what we have talking about next week.
1: Ty say, everybody, every week you can hear about him all his takes, all his all his information, all his inside information that he finds from different sources. So I want to talk about myself this week, actually. I want to take a little bit of time to talk about this Patrick Berglund story that's come up. Um, I know Jack's take isn't a thing, but I did want to talk about this just for a little bit. So, so Chris Johnson on Sportsnet actually wrote an article last week about uh, the Patrick Berlin story. So if you guys don't know who Patrick Berlin is, he actually was an NHL player. He used to play for St. Louis Blues. Very famous for a very long time because he was a very impactful player. He actually left around $11 million on the table to go back to his home country, Sweden, um, just to play some hockey because he f- he... He fell in love with the game when he was young, and lately he's been falling out of the game. And I, I felt really bad for him while watching this story, but it seems like Patrick Berglund has, has had some hard times. Like This dude was in the NHL for a very long time. He, he was impact to everybody. I know he's, he was impact to me for sure, especially watching St. Louis as a kid. Um, he was a very good player, picked in most fantasy leagues every year. Um, but he left a lot of money on the table and everybody was asking why, like why he kind of just disappeared. And Chris Johnson explained it more on sports than no free sponsor, but if you want to take a look at his article, you might as well go check. But I just quickly wanted to talk about like how this guy's life has been impacted. Just like all the players have been impacted from all these coaches, just like him, like he didn't get abused as a player. But at the same time, every player has their difficulties. And, and this guy, he went through a lot. Like He left a lot of money on the table just because of, of how he was treated in the NHL. And it, it had nothing to do with who he was around. He always said his, his teammates were great for him. Um, his coaches helped him a little bit but he did feel they put a little pressure on him I can't say enough about training staff in general like they every player speaks well about them they always say how much they help them through through not just like hockey but life um, but Patrick Berlin talked about it a little bit he just said um, he just felt like the NHL wasn't for him he said that there's a lot of pressure going in. Um, not just from the, the coaching staff and the head office, but from the fans. Um, if you're not performing well, the fans tend to shit on you very well. And and I I very much understand that. I just feel like fans are hard on any player they, they want to be on. Um, if you're a star and you're not playing well, fans tend to shit on you. And that's, that's unfortunately the way it is. Uh, and unfortunately for him, he ended up leaving a lot of money and going overseas. But... I'm I'm very happy that he's he's more happy in in his place now, and I'm very happy he's also still playing hockey, and and I know as a kid that um, it's not it's not easy playing hockey. It's also not easy making the NHL, um, but just in general, like every coach tends to shit on you here and there. You could be the best player on your team, but uh, stuff goes sideways really quick, and. And it's not all about the money. It's also about your mental health. Like, sometimes you just don't feel well with even the league or the team that you're with. And unfortunately, Patrick burley felt like he was, he was uncomfortable with both and he couldn't make it work. But but I'm very happy he's feeling better now and his mental health in a good place. And his, his wife feels happy. Um, and he feels happy that he's not in the NHL anymore. He may not be making enough money, but... At least he's happy and his mental health's okay. So now we're gonna move on to probably a segment that we've never done before, and I, I just wanted to bring it up real quick. And I want to talk with Ty. Um, it's it's not easy. The times that have come. Uh, there's a lot of different stories that come out recently, and and I just wanted to touch on it really quick. I- and I don't mean to hurt anybody in the way that I'm saying this, but. I do believe that unfortunately the world and the NHL has gone soft, and I don't mean that in a way because Bill Peters' comments were not okay, and I don't agree with them at all. Same with Mike Babcock's actions when he ended up hitting one of his players. I just think that the whole world in general, um, we need to give some, give a little bit of slack on some people like you. You don't think that some people, um, their bad actions, like a lot of them can be excused, especially Bill Peters said this 10 years ago um, and now he's being framed for it now. And I 100% agree with what he said then is not right and whatever he says now is probably not right. Like if he said that in this days, it's probably not right either. I just want to say some people are, are taking stuff and they're, they're putting it out there just to put it out there, it seems like um coaches are trying their best and they're trying to get the best out of their players and and the hard way is the hard way and that's the olden days way and i know we're in the 2019 now and we're about to hit 2020 and it's hard but i have to say like if you're gonna be really nice and soft to every single player it's not gonna get the best of everybody i know it's that way for some people um but some teams are they're dealt with force, they're dealt with heart, and I'm not saying hit a player, because that's totally unacceptable, I'm not saying call a player the n-word at all, I'm just saying that some coaches are hard, and and that you just got to accept that, and And I don't mean to, a, a coach should abuse a player, I just think that doing stuff the hard way is a little different than doing stuff um, that's not socially acceptable, but it seems to me that both paths are crossing, and I just want to know what you're Your take is, Ty.
0: So, you know what? I agree fully. Um, Obviously, times have changed, and people have gotten a a lot softer. This whole Bill Peters uh, allegation, I completely agree with the league on this. It doesn't matter if it was 10 years ago, 20 years ago, like 40 years ago, like whatever. We've gotten past that whole, you know, every race is, you know equal like we, you know we're we're at that point where who cares if you're black white whatever the fuck you want to be if you're a good hockey player you deserve to be in this league then go for it and 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 Bill Peters actions was was completely wrong in in anybody's state of mind and when it comes down to Mike Babcock I I feel like it's you you can't compare him with Bill Peters because Mike Babcock did do some physical stuff, but when you when you call someone the or you don't call someone the n word, but you 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 know you talk about that, I, I I don't think it's you know I I don't think it's the same. I think Bill Peters should be in much more uh, harm than Mike Babcock. Uh, Mike Babcock, you know, he's going off of his old coaching style with Detroit, um, and you know he's one of the most successful coaches in hockey. And you don't need to use these profanic words like the N-word or obviously not choking out a player like Bo Peters was accused of. Um, you don't need that in the league. And as much as you know, people say that players are getting soft, and I totally agree with that, that is a, a, a line that does not need to be crossed. And... Obviously, Bill Peters crossed that line, but I don't think Mike Babcock did. And I feel like Mike Babcock needs a second chance in the, in the NHL. And I'm going to get a lot of hate for that, but I I, I feel like if Mike Babcock realizes what he's done wrong, he can be a great coach in the NHL like he always has been. Also, the, diff-
1: the difference between Bill Peters and Mike Babcock is uh, Bill Peters has no players come out and say the, that he was a good coach. There's been players such as Nazim Qadri who've come out and said that Mike Babcock has actually been an influence on him and actually helped him out. Same as Mark Crawford. The Sedins came out after the retirement and said that if it wasn't for Mark Crawford who pushed them and pushed them, they wouldn't be the players that they are today. Um, And unfortunately, guys like Bill Peters seemed to run the league at the time. Um, But now they're paying for it. Guys like Mike Babcock and, uh, and Mark Crawford, they've paid for what they've done, and obviously they've received some hate, but they've made players better also. And I would agree in that same way where I've had some coaches where um, they just, they've been mean, and I'm not going to lie, they've yelled at me a lot, they've said some hurtful stuff to me, but I'm not gonna lie. Like they haven't crossed the line like Bill Peters did. They they never said any profanities like like Bill Peters did to other players. Um, but I would say that I've had some harsh coaches um, that have pushed me really hard, and to this day I am still grateful for them. Like if it wasn't for them, I probably wouldn't be the player that I am today. Um, and I I really hope that players at some day realize that. Because even, even the hard coaches, like there should still be some hard coaches in the league. Coaches can't give slack to everybody. Um, bad players, if they play bad, they need to be known they've played bad. And it's not in a way where they're being offended. It's just in a way where players need to be pushed. And, and sometimes that's just the way it is. Uh, unfortunately, we've had a short episode of this podcast. Um, we hope to hear you guys next week. Um, me and Ty are, are working very hard on this, and we really hope that you guys can keep listening. Um, again, we're we're sorry about how fucked up we are this week. We've we've had a lot to drink, and and that might be the reason of the short episode, and we'll, we'll try to clean it up next week, but I, I feel like this was a very productive episode, and I, I feel like that we can do better, um, but at the same time, I hope you listen to what we said, because there's a lot of good stuff in here, and and no matter how long you listen, or if you listen to the whole thing or not, um, I hope you learn something. I hope I hope you know a little about a little bit more about the sports world, and
0: uh, I hope you know about experience. Yeah, this week was a little short, but you know, me and Jack have stated from the start is it's we are looking at the big picture. We want to know the big stories. Um, Jack did a very good job of of displaying, you know, what he thinks is going on in the hockey world and the and the football world, especially. This week was a little was a little slow. There were a lot of upsets in the hockey world, and uh, and we're sorry about that and the football world as well, really. Um, but you know what? We're excited to keep these going. Uh, we hope that you guys enjoy. Um, we're, we're really excited to, to keep this going with you guys. We really hope that you guys un, uh, understand, you know, this was a little short this week, but you know, we're excited to get going next week and the week after, the week after, you know, uh, we're really dedicated to this and uh, we hope that you guys enjoy these podcasts and tell your friends, Um, keep this going because we would love to have anybody that we have right now and more. Uh, We're, we're really excited and we're uh, we're gonna come to you guys next week with a better story. We really hope that you guys come back, listen again
1: next week. Uh, I promise we'll be coming with better content, and
0: we'll also have
1: a story to finish it off. Like um, this week, we didn't have a drinking story. Um, it's just because of the the content that we've been creating has been has been very hard on us. But um, we have tons of story to tell. We're hoping that more listen, and uh, we definitely got a lot more, a lot more fun stuff to talk about. Not just in the sports world, but in our own lives. It's it's not been easy. We're both in university. We've both been been grinding recently. But we hope you guys keep listening. And follow us uh, on Instagram. Uh, Bash underscore bros underscore sports on Instagram. Also follow us on our uh, personal
0: accounts. I got Jack underscore Desj. And I'm T-Y-X-Griffith. I th please uh give us a follow yeah we'll be uploading more pictures more uh
1: more content more different things i'll I'll also ask for you guys opinion like if you ever want to tell us what's up just just dm us on our personal or our our main account and just just tell us how we're doing like i'd love to know feedback and um i we're about to get two mics soon so i really hope that ups the quality, and I, I just want to make this better, and I, I just want to make this better, and I hope you guys can listen in, and tell us how we're doing, um, hopefully more people listen next week, and, and I really hope that people, people look at Jack's betting barn and Ty's take, and think this could be a real thing, because, uh, I was five and one this week, I made about 400 bucks, if you guys want to, if you guys want a daily update on Instagram, I'll definitely be glad to do that, and, Ty's Take is here every week and I really hope that you guys learned a couple things from this week. So thanks for listening and I, I hope you guys enjoyed.
0: Yeah. Have a great week guys. We'll come back to you guys next week. We're really excited to keep this going. Have a great night.